So I heard a sermon today and it was pretty profound. It was talking about the faithfulness of God. And I took some notes and I thought I'd share them a little bit with you. Um, because if you are going through trials, tribulations, a really tough time, one of the things that people don't realize is that even though you may not have faith, God still has faith in you and he doesn't let go of you. So, you know, and, and I started to look that up, you know, what does faithfulness mean? What does that really look like? Because I know what I went through and what I've been going through for a long time, um, you know, trying to build, you know, some, something bigger than myself, right? Something bigger, um, tried to build some, some business, do some real estate, any kind of thing on the side that would net some additional income, right? And nothing ever really worked out. Things were very, very stressful. I encountered a lot of pushback. I encountered a lot of competition that I wasn't asking for. And, you know, and I was, I found the women that I encountered surprisingly were probably the most disrespectful um, out of all the people that I met. And that just shocked me because I had built my life uh, where I came from with a lot of very close female friends that um, we supported each other. We cared for one another. We took, you know, we took blows for one another, you know, it was just that kind of, that kind of relationship. And I guess I figured that most women were going to be like that, but that wasn't what I found. A lot of them were very, very disrespectful, um, backstabbing and very negative. So, and it was hard to overcome. It was hard to deal with. Um, I wound up being oppressed financially. I was, had a lot of false friends that were surrounding me that I didn't see initially. Um, I was followed. I was gang stalked. I was oh, just, you name it, like so many, so many things happened that I can't even begin to describe, you know, um, so we started looking up today after the service that I heard about the faithfulness, you know, because I really, I really searched for a meaning for what I had gone through because I felt like God had touched my life and that he had put something new in me. You know, I, I had this, this moment, a couple of moments where I felt like God just reached down and touched me with his grace. And I wanted to understand that. And so I went from church to church looking for information and, um, not all churches are open to, to giving information, which is surprising. Um, but there are some that did and the ones that did still sit in my heart. And so today when I was listening to somebody talk about the faithfulness of God, I have to say that I feel like I had full faithfulness in God, not not all the time that I was going through the troubles. I, I lost my faith for a while. I was mad at God for, you know, why did you, you know, give me such a pure heart to then um, encounter such negativity, such darkness, such cruelty in the world? Like what was going on and why was I being put through this? And I felt like I was being tested and I was failing consistently, um, which I wasn't used to, you know, I was used to being able to 
obtain anything that I put my mind to and I just couldn't get anything right. And it just, it was, it was horrible. It was really horrible. It was heartbreaking and really spirit crushing. And that's where I lost. Um, and I was, I wouldn't say I lost my faith in God because I always believed, but I was mad. I was really mad and I was not understanding where he was coming from in, you know, um, in my life at that point. Like, why did everything happen the way that it did? So then, um, you know, with this faithfulness, I, I had looked it up today and find out what, what does faithfulness mean? Well, what it is, is a faithfulness that reflects who God is, is loyalty, trustworthiness, steadfast in love, patience, and a commitment. And I, it started me to think about, you know, where, where I was in that and, you know, was I truly faithful? And I think absolutely I have been, um, for several years now, I have been seeking his, his word. I've been learning about his word. I've been learning about his guidance, learning the word of the Bible and understanding how that fits into our lives today. And I think that through that faithfulness, through that loyalty to his word, through my trust, continued trust, <laughs> even though, even though things weren't working out or, th or I thought that they weren't working out at the time, um, and everything that I tried, of course, was at my own attempts, but, um, I still had a faithfulness. I still was continuing to try. I was still believing you know, in, in God and in his word. And I was still seeking to understand. And that's a, that's a loyalty act right there. And, and it's a trusting in, in the word and it's a commitment to understand the word and how to, how to enact that in our lives. And I think when you have a faithfulness in God, when everything is going wrong, you can't really go wrong, you know, because God never takes his hand out of your life. He's always going to be there. You know, I was heartbroken. I was, my spirit was crushed. I was desperate to find something that would just pop, something that would work in my life a little bit better than what I was going through. You know, I, it was honestly five years of just severe negativity, a lot of competition, an inability to make things, um, make things pop, make things work, uh, and flow like I was, I was used to. And because of that, um, you know, I, I was still searching. I was still searching for some meaning for all of this. And what I realized is that, you know, we all have changes in our lives, especially now, right. With, you know, the crisis is going on in, in worldwide and, you know, let's not just talk about America, but worldwide with wars and famine and horrendous acts in various different countries right now. It, but if we just look here, we've got a, a drug crisis. We have a mental health crisis. We have moral values that are, are completely, um, off kilter. The, they're just really lacking uh, in value. Women and children are suffering. We have a migrant crisis right now, a political crisis right now, an economic crisis at the moment, and we don't see any 
relief in that. So how can you stay faithful? How can you stay positive through all of this and more and, and more? We're all going through stuff personally too, I'm sure. And maybe not all of us, but maybe a good portion of us. So how do you stay faithful to God? You know, and why would you stay faithful to God? If, if all of this is happening, you know, where, where is God in all of this? But I can assure you that if you start reading the Bible, you'll start to see that we are actually living in the times of, of prophecy, that we right now are living where thousands of years ago, people wrote about these times now. And in the end there, you know, God will win. So his hand is still here. Whatever's happening right now, just understand that it has to happen for us to get to that next stage. That's my true belief. I also believe that you can let go of God and not engage with him, but he's never going to let go of you. He's always going to be there with you and for you. You know, you may not see his hand in your life at this moment, and you may be going through some, some hard times, but just know that he, he's always there to guide you. And whatever is happening is for your best interest. It's not something to take away from your life. He's not going to put people into your life that are just there to, um, cause chaos and, and, um, you know, make things really difficult on you. That's really not what God's about. He really is either trying to teach you lessons or give you some form of growth, show you a different way to either love yourself or to love others. Everything is meant, everything that happens in our lives is meant to grow us to the person that we are supposed to be. And that is not always an easy lesson to learn. Trust me, I know. Um, and it, and I would say that these are the times that we shouldn't sit around and, and I say shouldn't, I, maybe I shouldn't say shouldn't, right? I would just suggest that you try not to sit around and wallow in the sorrows or be angry towards any one particular, um, person or entity, because if you look at it from your perspective and own everything that's happening, you will start to see where those lessons are that you need to learn. And I know because I, I had gone through that, you know, and, and I owned everything that was happening, you know, and when I look back and I started writing, I actually started writing about it yesterday. It was a hard thing to do, but I, and I wrote about it in a way that I found that I didn't express a whole lot of the, um, a whole lot of the lessons that I had learned or the acknowledgements that I was making about where I was failing during each one of these processes. And I knew that I was, and, but I was doing the best I thought that I could at the time. And I think that if we are doing the best that we can at that time, whatever stress is going on, that's all that, that we can be asked of, you know, and, and I don't think that we need to, um, degrade anyone else. I don't think that we need to downplay anybody. I don't think that we need to hurt others in our process of our growth. I think if we stay faithful to God and what he intends for our lives, then he's going to bring us out of it. He's going to show us his faithfulness to us over time. 
I was told at one point that God will never forsake the faithful. And I believe that. I truly believe that with my whole heart. And, you know, when I was walking in sorrow and I was walking with a heavy heart of regret, that's a lot to take, right? I had made decisions that I wasn't normally used to making. I, well, I mean, I made decisions all the time, but I, I had made some decisions that led me to feeling regret, which I was not used to. Normally, my entire life, I walked through my life not feeling a whole lot of regret. I I made my decisions purposefully and um, without, without feeling um, sorrow or regret for anything that I, I may have done. And, um, you know, during this time, these five years, there was a lot to be regretful for. There was a lot to be sorrowful for. And I was walking in that and not really knowing how to process it because I'd never experienced that before. So it was really hard, but I knew that I still knew somewhere inside, I'm still, I'm still standing with God. I'm still trying to follow, you know, Jesus's path and I'm still trying. Why? I don't know. It was, it was, it was a desire, um, that I couldn't, I couldn't stop. And I think, I think it's true that, you know, the more you put yourself in those situations to be with God and to be within a community of God fearing people that you're going to be better off. You're going to see that his love for you is true, especially if you're honest, right? If you are sharing your sins, you're reducing your ego or removing your ego altogether, and you share your sins with others in an honest and open manner, then of course everybody benefits, right? You benefit because you are, you're releasing that. The other people that are listening and sharing in this with you and helping you pray through this, they benefit because they're learning from your growth, you know, and it helps to like James, um, James chapter five, verse 16 says, confess your sins to one another, you know, and, and that's really what I started to do. And I started to confess and started to, you know, process everything that I had been doing and not doing. And it, you know, it's only going to benefit in the long run because once you get honest and you reduce the, or you remove that ego, then you can show up truly authentic in the world. You know, as much as I came from a place, you know, over the course of my life as having things all together, um, mostly not a hundred percent, but mostly, and I had full control over my life. Um, I found myself in a spot where I didn't anymore. And that was really difficult. I was, I was feeling very inadequate, not, um, not like I had it all together. And, and honestly, I didn't things around me were falling, crumbling and breaking every moment. And I was losing control of my life or had lost control of my life. But, you know, through that imperfection or all those imperfections, I realized that I held on to the, to the will of God and he, 
has helped guide me to communities, to people that, that have really made a difference in my life. One of the verses that I have learned is uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. And um, Matthew wrote, Come to me, all who are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. <laughs> Doesn't that sound nice? Especially if you're going through a lot of trials. Maybe you've got some, some marriage problems or you have, um, you know, you're having trouble in your community or there's drug addictions or you're struggling with your, with your faith, whatever the case may be, I would really encourage you to find a community of like-minded people. And it doesn't have to be Christian. It doesn't have to be God. And I know I talk a lot about God, but, but trust me, I'm pretty open-minded to whatever religion you are. Okay. So whatever you choose as your religion, whether it be Buddhist or Muslim or whatever, um, just know that I'm there with you, right? I choose God um, and I choose the Christian religion. But I would say to you, find the community of people that can help you work through a lot of the trials that you're going through. You know, let, let, your, let your God help you, you know, um, lighten those burdens and work through some of the stuff that you need to work through. And um, also, I wanted to share with you in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it's, uh, he, it was written, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. And I can definitely attest to that. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And boy, I'll tell you, when I was at my lowest, my absolute lowest, I had met a community of people who loved God and showed me how to do that too. They showed me how to pray. They showed me how to how they loved God and how God worked in their lives and what that meant. And it was through their faithfulness to God and to um, the promises of God that I grew to understand how to, how to walk in that. So again, I would just quite, I would just say to you that if you are having trouble, if you're heartbroken or your spirit is crushed, you know, um, we all can have these changes and we all go through these trials and Everybody does. We all, especially right now in this world, it is incredibly difficult for a lot of people, but we have to stay positive and we have to stay in faith because that faith is going to bring us to that next level. God is calling all of us right now and we need, we need to answer that call. There's no more sitting on the fencing. There's no more, um, allowing allowing things to go by. He's asking us to, to make a call and in our lives, you know, what are we going to believe? What are we going to do? What are we going to stand for? How are we going to show up in the world? 
You're going to have to decide these things. And I think lastly, a faithfulness for God or a faithfulness to God is really a way for you to heal yourself, to stay strong within yourself, because he does give you that strength. You can fly like eagles because he's got you um, if you let him. Um, and lastly, just you know, through that faithfulness, you will be able to not only um, stay strong and fly like that eagle, but you um, you can acknowledge that you're healing, you know, and that you are instead of spreading the pain, you're actually healing that pain, and um, that's never a bad thing. So, I wish you I wish you luck in whatever that you're going through, and I hope that you do find that community that will help you and people that will support you because they're out here. There's lots of people out here, but we need to stay positive. We need to focus on the things that are good and the, and the things that will bring us peace in this world rather than all of the negative that's being bombarded through the news and um, various social media. So, you know, just be careful what you share and, and keep your eyes up above.